Hello everyone, this is Barry Vanover and welcome to our management meeting for March the 15th, 2016. Uh, let's go ahead and begin with a message from me, Mr. V. Uh, you know, my message today is having a way, Grasshopper, is better than no way at all. Now what I mean by this is you hear me talk about systems all the time and I'm sure you hear other businessmen and business people talking about processes or talking about systems. You have to have a system uh, in any business. It's the system is what you're putting in place uh, to make sure you get an end result. Uh, and it's you're putting things in place that can be duplicated. So whether it's how you're answering the telephone, uh, whether it's how you're running a promotional booth, how you're teaching an awesome martial arts class, uh, how you're training your staff, uh, even how you work out. Everything has to be thought out. Everything has to be planned and everything has to be a system. Well, once you've systemized uh, your business, now you can look at different areas of your business, uh, run statistics, and see if you're getting the desired result. And you can go back and tweak your systems. You know, uh, anybody that has a business that they're just running everything haphazardly, uh, you know, running on a lot of personality maybe in a martial arts industry, that can be true. None of that could ever be duplicated. And further, you can't hold your existing staff accountable uh, when they're not exactly for sure what they're supposed to be doing anyway. Uh, you can't really hold them accountable for a result. So that's why I say a, a, a way, having a method is better than no way whatsoever. Now, granted, once you're convinced that, hey, I need to systemize everything in my business, then you're going to want to find the best systems possible. To, to If you're going to go to that kind of details and that kind of uh, trouble, you're going to want to find the best systems that's going to give you the best desired outcome. You know, this is probably a terrible analogy, but McDonald's inside is completely a system. They can take anybody from a teenager to an old elderly person and get the same exact burger, fries, and so forth in the same amount of time. So it's a very detailed, simple uh, line cooking type system, right? So I would suggest that all business owners out there that's listening to me in the martial arts studios is look at everything you're doing, all areas, how you sign students up, you know, all areas of your business and start to systemize everything. In our victories this week, uh, I want to talk about, I had a, we had some great victories last management meeting and people are asking me, what did those guys do to sign up those numbers of students? Well, I talked to a couple of the people that had victories. Uh, actually, one gentleman we didn't highlight last week, but Mr. James Cox from Abilene, Texas, we did highlight last week, highlight last week in the victories. And I reached out to him to find out how he signed up 45 new students in the past five weeks. So when I spoke to him, he said a lot of things were just coming together. He's been doing a lot of different types of marketing. Remember, in our marketing systems, we, we operate the nine of nine. Nine different marketing actions that, give, that will give us 90% of our result. And therefore, we should put forth 90% of our effort. So he just had a lot of things coming together. But he did, did say that he had been averaging on his website 10 to 12 leads per week from the website. Now, Mr. Cox is convinced that those leads from the website are coming from offline marketing because he's been doing a lot of different things that are driving people to his website, not just simple you know, website SEO or something. You know, so he's getting a lot of offline marketing because he's done several promotional booths in which he's been handing out lots of his promo information and special information, which is making people go back to his website to find out more about it. He had a great Valentine's promotion 
uh, that he that he operated in the beginning of February, and he's conducted four school talks. So when you look at these types of results, uh, you know he's he's been doing a lot of marketing and driving business to his website. His website leads are great. Uh, he's been doing promotional booths and gathering leads for his power appointment goals and scheduling calls. He d- he did a tie-in, a holiday tie-in with Valentine's, and did really well. And of course, he's hitting the school talks for to promote his mass upgrades on the weekend, and it paid off. You know, forty-five new students in five weeks. I talk to school owners when I begin consulting school owners a lot. They don't even have forty-five students to begin with, and they've been in business for several years. You know, in our next victories, I want to talk about Eric Charles uh, from Watertown, New York. Uh, him and his team have been doing amazing. In February alone, he signed up fifty-four new students in February. Now, when we reached out to him to find out how he did that, he had a quote for us. So I, I'm going to put this in his own words. You know, we've rocked out the school talks in February, and we killed on our Halloween promote. I mean, on our Valentine promotion. Plus, I have a great team. So you know, there's a lot of lessons right there to be learned. Again, school talks. I always have said. People ask me, what's the fastest way to grow your student body? And I'm like, well, if you know how to do it, you do it correctly. Probably school talks and your mass intros is the fastest way to sign up new students. And Mr. Charles proved that with 54 new students in February. Also, he said they did amazing Valentine results. I think he, I'm, I'm not going to swear on this, but I believe 12 or 13 students of his can be directed straight to the Valentine promotion. And he's acknowledging the fact that he has a great team. His program manager, O'Brien, and himself and his staff you know, they've got a great team that are working together to get these results. So there's some great lessons, two great victories to share from two different owners in different parts of the United States, rocking it out, getting amazing results. And you heard from their own words how they got those results. Now, hopefully you're excited about those results, but you may not be excited about their answer. Why? Because they said nothing secret. They're just doing a lot of the marketing systems. They're doing a lot of the nine of nine that are getting them results. In our challenge segment today, speaking of staff, I want to talk about managers that don't manage. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying, okay? Every martial arts school has to have a manager. Now, whether that manager is the owner Or maybe the owner has stepped out and he's just CEO and he's got somebody else really calling the shots and managing the facility, right? And he's maybe an executive manager at this point, right? Could be true. Sometimes in our smaller S1X models, we only have one, one, really a one-man show. It's one person and they're the manager, the instructor, program manager. Uh, They clean the school half the time maybe, right? So either way, there has to be a manager, whether that's all the one person or separate people in your business. But my point today is unless a manager is truly managing, unless they're running your management manual, unless they're running your spreadsheets, unless they're running your reports and, and calculating your statistics, unless they're keeping up with the top 10 stats, unless they're planning your marketing, they're not really a manager. So be careful, owners, who you put in uh, the manager, uh, the responsibility of the manager in your business. Make sure they have the proper training, the proper tools, and they're actually managing. You know, if you've got a guy that is, that's the instructor at your school and you're calling him the manager also, but really he's not keeping up with all those things that I mentioned with the statistics and the management process and the, the planning and, and, and held accountable for the P&L, 
Well, then he's really not a manager. He's just an instructor that you you gave the title for manager. Make sure that your manager ha- managers have the true tools and training to truly manage the business. And that that challenge simply came from my conversation with uh, with an owner last week and a problem they were having with their staff. Guys, in your instructor corner today, all your instructors that are listening or owners, you can take this to your instructors. You know, I really think we need to push, uh, some schools need to push for instructor cohesiveness. Now, what I mean by instructor cohesiveness is all your instructors, when it comes to curriculum and the actual techniques you're teaching, they need to be on the same page. Now, every instructor can have a different energy level. They can have different teaching methods. Somebody may uh, like a certain lineup this way or a certain class formation that way. And, and all your energies are going to be unique with their personalities. But the actual techniques that you teach, whether it's how the form is supposed to be done or how the self-defense technique is supposed to be done, how a hook is supposed to be thrown versus an uppercut and so on, all your instructors need to teach the same curriculum. If you've got some instructors teaching certain techniques one way, other instructors teach them another way, it undermines your professionalism and your expertise of your martial arts instruction, right? Every it, it, And I bet you if your instructors are teaching techniques differently, when they teach it, they're also explaining why they teach it that way instead of another instructor because they want to make sure that everybody understands their way is the right way. We want to cut all of that nonsense out. There's only one way to do your self-defense, only one way to throw a kick for each kick. There's only one way to do the curriculum and make sure they're all on the same page and understand everything has to be taught exactly the same. You can have your own energy, your your own personality, and some of your own teaching methods, but the techniques need to be the same. In our program director's tip, program directors... You know, when especially on new program directors, but when I travel and train program directors, a lot of times when I find out a program director has trouble uh, collecting paid in fulls and down payments, what I find is that instructor needs to get out of their own, that program director needs to get out of their own pockets. And what I mean by that is quit focusing on how someone else will spend their money by you worrying about how you would spend your money. Just because maybe you don't, maybe you don't have, uh, you're not making the amount of money that you would want, or you can't see yourself ever giving two hundred ninety-five dollars down on a membership and one hundred and fifty dollars a month, or you can never see yourself because your finances won't allow you to pay a five thousand dollar paid in full for a three-year black belt training membership. Doesn't mean that the people that you're closing won't pay for it. And a lot of times it's your own belief system program directors where you just think it's unfathomable that somebody would pay that much money for martial arts lessons. It's psychologically stopping you from making the sell. You're either talking too much because you're afraid to ask for the money. You're afraid to ask for the money because you couldn't see that you would pay that much. So you're doing something wrong. You're giving off the wrong vibe. You're doing something wrong in your clothes. Get out of your own pockets program directors. Right? How you would spend your money or your belief system on money has nothing to do with how somebody else is going to spend their money and their belief systems on money. Just because you don't have the money don't mean they don't have the money. Right? So don't let the, the your own finances and your own uh, belief systems about money affect you from making the sell. Get out of your own pockets. 
Guys, in our management training today, I want to talk about three tips in dealing with a new staff member. You know, a lot of times we ruin a, bear, a brand new staff member. We get somebody in and we actually ruin their experience. You know, I talked about this, um, maybe it was on the Ask Barry V show on episode 18. I talked about, someone was talking about when is it time, when is it time to fire or let a staff member go. I honestly believe that a lot of times the reason a staff member doesn't work out, it's because of the owner or the management. It's how we train them. And it was the, but when we first brought them in, it was a lot of times the, our, our lack of training, our lack of focus, our lack of setting them up for success, which caused them to fail in the first place. But regardless, here's three tips when you first hire a brand new staff member that I wanted to cover today. First, give full disclosure upon hiring them. What I mean by full disclosure is tell them the complete job description, every little thing that may be required of them to be successful in their position. All right, that's very important. Don't leave out some of the uncomfortable things that you're going to try to get them to do later for fear they won't take the job. Because once you start trying to get them to do those uncomfortable things, they're going to quit anyway, or they're going to feel like you added things on. You want to have full disclosure of all the tasks. If making outbound phone calls is part of their job description, you need to tell them that's going to be an important part of their job description. If cleaning the school and taking out the trash and doing the windows is part of their job description, make sure they know that upon hiring. Second tip, train them well for sure. If you don't train them well, you're setting them up for failure. Train them well with your systems and train them on the worst task first. Okay, so if let's just take phone calling, for example, if you're going to require your front desk person or your instructors or program directors to make outbound phone calls, make that one of the first things that you train them on, right? Because that way you're showing the importance of that task and frankly, if they decide they don't want to do that task, you haven't wasted all that other time training them on all the other aspects of the job description just to have them not like outbound calling and uh, quit, right? So you didn't waste your time. So train them well and train them on the worst task first. And then number three, finally, be careful when adding new tasks outside the higher job description, especially uncomfortable tasks. Now, I'm not saying you can't add a task or duty on to someone if there if there's a new task comes up and you've got to delegate. Of course, they're your employee. You can add new tasks. Just be very careful about it because when you're adding new tasks to people and it and they're uncomfortable or unwanted to do task, then you know how you present it to them and how you train them on it is going to be very very important to get them to do another task, another addition to their job description when it's uncomfortable and they don't like it. You're probably going to get a little uh, uprising, so to speak. So make sure you handle that tactfully and carefully by, again, training them well and explaining to them how important it is that they do this task for our business. In our massive marketing today, I want to talk about a great Facebook promotion uh, that one of, our, one of our clients in Leeds, England, Ricky Lamb, did. He did a women's self-defense uh, workshop promotion, and I'm going to go through everything that he did on here uh, just to show you, okay? So, first, he had some great images. Now, he just lifted these images for his post. He just lifted these uh, off of uh, uh, Google, right? He was just looking for self-defense pics or something and, and lifted them off of uh, the Google images, okay? 
Uh, so he, he got some really good images and pictures. I think that always very visible. You know, having really good uh, images and video on your Facebook uh, post and, and advertisements, very important. And here's the actual copy that he wrote. You know, I don't have to read it to you, but it's free women's self-defense workshop. It may be hard to imagine being attacked, but it happens in Leeds every day. That's the city he's in. Okay, these attacks occur without warning and when individuals least expect it. It is extremely important for everyone to be prepared for times like these, and that is why we take the subject of self-defense very seriously. By learning the basics of self-defense, you help prepare yourself for dangerous, unforeseen circumstances. During this workshop, you will learn situational awareness, vital parts of the body that are vulnerable to easy attack, basic strikes and kicks, self-defense for common attacks on women, plus a whole lot more. And then he simply gives the date, time, and location. And he tells them, please send us a private message on this page with your details, with your name, address, phone number, and email to reserve your place. Please share this with your friends who you think would benefit from our workshop. Now, he used the demographics of simply uh, women 18 to 50 that lived within 10 miles radius. And he, he spent two full weeks promoting this, uh, at least 12 to 14 days promoting this. And he spent $100 on the promotion over the two weeks. So, now his result, he's had 65 women pre-register on his page for this, and he had 42 women show up for the conference. He texted me this week uh, for the workshop. He texted me this weekend on Saturday when it first started and said he had 42 women so far of the 65 to show up. That's pretty good odds, right, to spend $100 promoting an event that he's going to turn those people into students, okay? So that's very, very uh, a good idea. Now, I could go a step further and tell you that, you know, taking a female that's interested in a workshop to learn some tips is a long way from actually getting them to sign up because a workshop is just the name workshop. seems like you're going to learn something that you can take with you and you don't need any prior or any more training, so to speak. So what uh, Mr. Lamb is doing and what I'm recommending here is don't try to sign them up on your normal membership. Go from the free self-defense workshop to maybe a, a $69 uh, uh, six week course once a week first. So now I know I don't I don't normally like the six weeks for sixty nine, but in this situation it's going to be hard to get a lady to do to go straight from a from a workshop to a, a twelve month membership sometimes. So what we're experimenting with is maybe getting them in there for a six week once a week course in which then we can show them a lot of attention just those women. And we can transfer them uh, and and upgrade them to a higher level training program. Then either our normal our normal martial arts training program or a black belt training program or so forth. Okay, so that's kind of the direction we were taking with this. Now, if you want to do your mass intro close these women straight into showing them a six month uh, Krav Maga or six month martial arts training program. Uh, right off the get in the, the sign up here, right at the end of this workshop, then do it. That's what we normally would do. I'm just telling you we're experimenting with trying to ease them into that with, with, a, with a once a week course for four to six weeks, okay? So, but I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date on the results of how many people that Mr. Lamb actually signed up from this, but I think this is a great idea. And here's all the details that you need to know to make that happen. By the way, one thing I would say on this is he boosted the post. He didn't run it as an ad, Okay, so that might be uh, something to think about as well. All right, in our look ahead, it's the middle of March. We're right at March the 15th. So 
Do you have a plan for making up lost money for the week of spring break? Hey, listen, even if you're not closing, a lot of schools will close for spring break. Martial arts studios give their staff a break, and it's it's lots of families are traveling, and attendance is really bad spring week. And that's okay to close, absolutely. But regardless of whether you close or you're open, a lot of your families are going to be traveling. A lot. It's going to be harder to make appointments for upgrade conferences and new students coming in the door. So the business is going to suffer that week regardless of whether you're open or closed. So do you have a plan? Are you willing to go above and beyond for the other weeks in March or April whenever your spring is spring break is? And make sure you still hit your revenue goals and your new student goals and your upgrade goals. Just because we know there's a slow week, it's like around the holidays, around Christmas. We know that it could be bad because we're going to be closed that last week of December probably. Right, but we don't. We it's not enough for us to say we don't want to hit our goals. We still have to hit our goals, right? So we have to make up with that. Maybe we need to add more power appointments the three weeks that we are open, or the other three weeks of March. Maybe we need to try to see more people for upgrading because we know it's going to hard to be able to hard to reach some families. Maybe we need to attempt to reach more so we have a better result. So we need to put things in place that allows us to still hit our goals even though we're facing. A, a slow week or, or a difficult month of the year. Also, middle of March, are you ready for your graduations? I know a lot of our, our clients have graduation and belt testing the end of March. Do you have your belts ordered, certificate printed? printed? Are you totally ready for your graduation facility-wise, demo team, everything? We're halfway through the month on the 15th of March. So simply, are you halfway through all, halfway to all your monthly goals? If you're not, you know you're behind. So that's the beauty of keeping statistics. You know right now whether you're on track or not, so you can make things happen. Get 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 the hustle going if you're behind, right? If you're not behind, stay focused and just make sure you continue hitting those goals. Also, it's time to plan your target upgrade list, right? So we actually target our upgrade list for the next month. So the middle of March, we're targeting April's upgrades. If your goal is to upgrade 10 students, you need to target 20 students. 20 families and their children or 20 adult students uh, through our different upgrade process, right? To make sure that we have enough opportunities to hit our goal. You should already have planned your marketing promotions for April. Our advertising promotions came out April 1st. All of that should be in place. If you're not promoting, uh, which is Kids Safe Month for us, if you're not doing all the Kids Safe promotions, you got to get busy doing that immediately. And you should be promoting the heck out of your summer camps if you're not already, right? You're losing time. If you're going to, moms and dads are looking and trying to figure out where their little ones are going to be during the summer. If they're going to be at your summer camp, you better let them know you're having summer camp and promote it immediately. Also, here's a huge tip. Okay, this is worth tuning into this broadcast today to your management meeting. Renew all memberships that are set to expire April through July. The last thing you want is a membership expiring at the beginning or middle of summer because what parents and people will want to do is take the rest of the summer off because they've got vacations or other vacations planned or their kids are busy or whatever. And you know when they take time off, the chances of, ne- of coming back is extreme, of them never coming back is extremely high. So even if you have to give them some type of incentive to renew early before vacation is on their mind, you need to do that now. So I would run a list of all people that expire April through July, and I would go to them with a 50% off the upfront down payment or something, do whatever I could to get them renewed ASAP. Guys, in our announcements, our schedule of events, uh, April 2016, uh, what you're going to be looking at in April's events is 
hey, our class management, our drill for skill that we're teaching in the month of April is all some of our speed drills. And you can see that in the on their featured content. You'll see the module already up for April. And our Black Belt Excellence program, our life skills program for our Matt Chats is we're reviewing the student creed and using that as our Matt Chats and explaining them why all the parts of our student creed is so important. Okay. And then April 2nd will be our graduation. So April, uh, I know I said the end of March, but most of us are doing that on that Saturday, April 2nd, because of where Easter fell uh, early this year. Uh, April 13th, 14th, our Black Belt Excellence Sheets are due. Uh, April 15th, the Friday night, our parents not out. And again, it's going to be a theme for kids safe. We're going to be doing all kinds of different kids safety games and stranger danger games and things like that. It's going to be fun, but we're going to use the kids safe theme uh, for our parents night out. Our kids safe workshop open to the public is going to be, well, you're going to have many of those, but the ones you're promoting to your public, to the public, you may do this as a buddy night. That's going to be on Saturday, April 16th. Uh, if you did sparring games, by the way, if you did sparring games, that's going to set for April the 16th to do, to end sparring games and do your inner school tournament. April 27th and 28th is going to be our stripe testing. April 29th on Friday night is going to be our White Belt Buddy Bash, okay? So White Belt Buddy Bash is always... Who was it? Someone just had a huge White Belt Buddy Bash with like 60 kids at a White Belt Buddy Bash. It was insane, okay? So your White Belt Buddy Bash is a great party for your new White Belt students to bring their friends. Who has more friends you've never met than your White Belts? Nobody, right? So get them in there. Get them a chance to get excited about martial arts so they can be the same belt rank as their friend and get right in the, the friends class with them. Guys, and also in our announcements, don't forget that in Houston, Texas, we're having an event. Uh, we're having a John Maxwell leadership training with certified speaker Al Garza. That's going to be held in Dickinson, Texas at per, the Premier Martial Arts location, April 29th and 30th from 9 to 5. That's only $2.99 per person. Now, if you're a client of mine, that's going to be free this time. So I would suggest getting your managers and your owners and you owners, you're all coming to that training. That's going to be awesome. At the same time, during that training in another room, we're going to have being Premier Martial Arts Training Camp. We're going to be going over our curriculum and our Krav Maga kickboxing, Kali, and doing some extra Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu training the same Friday and Saturday, April 29th and 30th. And me and Mr. Baker will be in Orlando on Saturday, April 23rd, doing a marketing and sales workshop. So that's going to be a great day of doing nothing but training your staff and getting your staff focused. And that's open to all. All martial arts schools are invited to come to that. You can register at mamgevents.com. All right. In our featured content, uh, you have a video here of me teaching the top 10 stats. I think that's important. If you haven't gone over that information to review, make sure you make that part of your PowerPoint, uh, part of your staff meetings. Uh, so review that information. April Advertising Promotions is up. April uh, uh, Class Management System is up as well. All right, guys. Episode 18 of Asbury V is out. That's up on YouTube. That's up on i. Uh, podcast on iTunes, and that's on the Facebook page at Barry Vanover's Martial Arts Marketing, um, Barry Vanover's Martial Arts Management Group's uh, Facebook page as well. All right, guys, there's all the different ways you can contact us if you have any questions or need anything. And that is our management meeting. Adios, guys. Uh, I will see you soon.